There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Did you run out and buy some more toilet paper like a good little kid? You did? All right. Good job by you. All right. So you got to keep your snot rockets away is what you got to do. That's the key thing here. And first it started, my life changed when Costco got rid of samples because of the paranoia going on around the <laughs> virus. Now we apparently are, are going to see no more locker room gangbangs. Uh, not going to see that at all. How about that? You know, you know when those reporters stand in the locker room and there's a bunch of uh, – or the, the player like LeBron James will stand at his locker and there's like surrounded by like 700 uh, reporters with cameras and all that. Uh, not going to happen. So we are talking about the pandemic 
coronavirus. Uh, it is spreading around the sports world, and we have to discuss. You and I have to discuss. And if you've not been paying attention, uh, what planet are you on? Are you at, at Neptune like our friend the sports sorceress? Is that where you are? Are you out there on Neptune? Because it is wild. It is wild and crazy and all that. A uh, rare joint announcement. These sports leagues are all competing for your entertainment dollars. They want to get into your wallet, but they all teamed up, formed Voltron, the North American sports leagues, except the NFL, the ones that are playing right now or about to play, announced that locker rooms are closed, finito, done for media until further notice, all because of caution over the coronavirus. Major League Baseball, soccer, the National Basketball Association, the NHL, all declare in a prepared statement that locker rooms and clubhouses, you probably saw this, will be restricted to only players, coaches, and essential team personnel, which means state-run media will be allowed in those locker rooms because they are essential team personnel. Uh, so anyway, this, the, the NBA and Major League Baseball, they said that interviews with particular athletes will continue but in a different venue and they stressed a gap of six to eight feet between reporters and the interview subject so you got to stay six feet away more on that later let us discuss the question uh, how do you feel about sports leagues now in embargoing locker room access i know a lot of people in the media are very upset by this very angry yeah, how could they do this uh, my take you've got thick gelatinous mucus, the Tampa Ballet, and the dummy. And we will combine these things together. Now, to lead off with, this is obviously reactionary, and it depends on where you at, are at this. If you are sucking your thumb in the fetal position in the corner of the room watching these news reports, you probably agree with all this. Uh, you agree with all this. But it's not well thought out. There's several reasons here. Right, we are told that the coronavirus, uh, there's a couple ways you can get it, but one of the ways you can get it is airborne. But you only put restrictions at this point on the media dopes and not the people that are be breathing all over the players You know, during the game, uh, the paying customers there, the, the human coronaviruses. There's actually a couple different strains. I was reading about this online, doing a deep dive on it. And they most commonly, like a lot of these illnesses, spread – when somebody who's infected with it, uh, it goes through the air. They cough or they sneeze. So the NBA is like, ah, we're going to not allow the the reporters in the locker room, but we're going to have arenas with 18,000, 20,000 people oozing thick gelatinous mucus from their noses and hacking up their lungs. Uh, we're going to allow that. Huh? But they're paying. I get it. Now, the CDC advises that the coronavirus – can only be spread by close personal contact, such as touching or shaking hands, touching an object or surface with the virus on it, then touching your mouth, nose, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and, but breathing the air uh, is also a way that can go. So listen, if you're paranoid, I get it, I understand, uh, then self-quarantine, don't leave your house, and continue to watch the, the media reports and the fear-mongering will continue. Now, furthermore, in terms of the locker room access, and this is the story we're discussing here, that the sports leagues have put the uh, the finito done sign up on the door for the media access to the locker rooms, um, there are right now players in soccer, in baseball, 
in basketball and hockey who are in a celebratory mood. Uh, they love this, right? No more media guys lurking around the players' safe space. Uh, no more, right? It has been a nuisance. It has been an inconvenience for these athletes for a long time, and now they don't have to worry about it, and they can thank the coronavirus. That's the reason. Right? They can thank the coronavirus. It's very you know, good, you know, good outcome, not what you were looking for, but a great outcome. And uh, Now, I got to tell you, I used to work in that environment when I started in radio at the mighty 690 in San Diego. It was actually in Baja, California, Mexico, but they claimed to be a San Diego radio station because they had studios in San Diego. And when I worked there, I was a, uh, I started as an intern, and I got one of my first jobs was a radio stringer, a reporter. So I was in locker rooms for years, probably about seven or eight years every day. Uh, I was in there nonstop, actually longer than that. And I got to tell you, I, I, I was always uncomfortable. I was always uncomfortable. Because you felt like a, an interloper because you were, right? And some of these sports writers just eat it up, and, and they were already starting to raise hell. There's media advocacy groups. I didn't even know there was such a thing that are raising holy hell about this and, Who? and whatnot. But it was very awkward. Some of the most awkward moments of my, my years and my 20s were in the locker room trying to dodge naked players running around. It was very disturbing. Uh, it, it messed with my sensibility. Uh, but the sports media people are saying, hey, listen, this is an integral part of that profession. If you are a sports writer or a blogger now, you have to be in that environment. I get it. I totally get it. Um but there's a very good chance. I was talking to some of my friends who've been in the business a long, long time as well, and we were all in agreement that this is likely going to become the new normal, at least in some of these sports leagues. They're not all going to go back to the way it was. You know, it kind of reminds you, uh, obviously, a different scenario. It is an illness, a virus here, the coronavirus. But I recall once they started screening everyone at airports after 9-11 and and here we are, you know, 20 years later. That is the new normal. You go to an airport and you're going to get screened and you're going to have to take off your shoes and all this other stuff. That's just the way it is. Uh, but my favorite part of the story, my f- don't bury the lead, my man. Favorite part of the story, the six to eight foot rule that sports leagues have instituted in these interviews. Now, I understand this came from a mandate from the CDC or a recommendation from the CDC. So I get that. But I just love it, right? Imagine being the PR hack that has the measuring tape to make sure that everyone's six to eight feet away and not five feet away and not nine feet away, but six to eight feet. That's that Goldilocks zone, six to eight feet away. (laughs) And if you've been around the block a few times, if you've been living life and you remember some of these stories over the years – one of my favorites, and, I, and it was here at Fox Sports Radio, and Tony Bruno, the great radio legend Tony Bruno was here, and Tony used to have a field day with this. and Because what, what's going on with the six-foot rule is right out of the Tampa Ballet cookbook. Uh, if you, you remember that story, but the city council in Tampa, they, they had like 40 at the time. I don't know how many they have now. They had like 40 uh, jiggle joints in Tampa. And it was like becoming like a big deal, like the adult entertainment industry in Tampa. And so in order to clean up Tampa, they didn't put a rule banning lap dances. They put the six-foot rule in, in Tampa. And, you know, that famous part, that uh, that old part of Tampa, the uh, Ebor City 
area there in Tampa was the punchline for a brief period of time. Again, we're going back a long time here because the Tampa police, imagine this, the Tampa police raided uh, these these ballets and dragged out strippers in their stripper costume in handcuffs because they were not abiding by the six-foot rule. There were lawsuits filed. Everyone was watching. This was in the days before social media. This would have been even a bigger story if social media had been around. Um, but it was only temporary. The backlash actually went out. And my favorite part of that period is I remember there was an ep- economic impact study that claimed the financial benefits of strip clubs in Tampa, that the money those establishments pumped into the economy was more than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That they At that time, it was like $150 million or something like that, and they, they claimed that was more revenue than the Buccaneers brought in. <laughs> <laughs> which was, uh, which is, you know, it's weird what you remember when when things move on and time moves on. But that's one of the things I remember about that story. But as far as where we're at right now, this is obviously a sign of the times. We live in the social media world where everything gets completely blown out of proportion. Now, again, I'm not saying that this is nothing. It's obviously something, and it's something that needs to be taken care of. But despite the popular opinion going around, I will play devil's advocate here. I do not think the coronavirus is the modern-day bubonic plague. I don't. I know that's that makes me someone who's a, a looney tune and all that. Uh, I don't. Now, I'm subject to change if, uh, if I see something happen here in the next couple of weeks, and I say, okay, now, now it's the bubonic plague. But for most people, this coronavirus causes only a mild or moderate situation. It's like a fever and a cough. I've had a fever. I've had a cough. Now, listen, if you're you're older, that's a different situation. If you've got all kinds of effed up stuff because of bad genetics and you can blame your parents or your grandparents or whatever, that's a different story also. I get it. I understand. But for the vast majority, it doesn't end up that you get this and you have a uh, you know pneumonia. You, you, you just you, you don't have it. The vast majority of people recover from this, uh, according to the World Health Organization, their own data says that it's a mild illness. You recover about two weeks, about two weeks. And if everyone just got a mild, can we all get this? And then two weeks, we're good. And we can go back to life. How about that? Who says no? All right. I'm down with it. Roberto, you down with it? Yeah. He's shaking his head. Yes. You know, give me two weeks of a mild uh, fever cough. And then we can go back and live our lives and we don't have to be panicking and running around and, and all that. Be solid. I'm willing to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, if it's more severe, they say it's like three to six weeks if it's more severe for most people. For most people. All right, last thing here. So now do you know the biggest beneficiary of the coronavirus in our little sports world where we live? You want to take a guess? Yeah, which team is benefiting more from this illness than any other team? You're right. Ding, 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 ding. Houston asterisks. The asterisks of Houston. These dopes, they are facing what's supposed to be a public guillotine, a relentless monsoon of boo. Tropical cyclone of schadenfreude. Right? All of that. Now, I am concerned that this gets placed on hold, that these loggerheads, breathe, they must have breathed such a huge sigh of relief that they can, you know, now they can keep the baseball wonk media six feet away from the, the cheating, dirty Astros 
And then soon enough, right, this continues down the road, unwashed fans will stay away. So my theory is that, and, and, and this is a, certainly a very realistic possibility, Jim Crane, the asterisk owner, he's the puppeteer pulling the strings on the dummy, Rob Manford doll. He's got the the dummy there, and he's encouraging Major League Baseball, I would think, from outlawing fans, at least when the asterisks go on the road, and they have to play road games there. And I would like to think that those players from Houston will not be able to dodge the uh, abuse and uh, let, let people cough and sneeze all over them. A bunch of pussy willows. Uh, get special treatment. Jeez. I mean, it's like, that's like updating the Monopoly game and you get out of booing free card. You get that instead of, you know, you, yeah, you get out of jail, you get out of the booing free card. That's how that works. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zincom slash find. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court 
what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the watchdogs of the overnight, we have been sitting here waiting. Six weeks we have been in the chicken coop, and we have been told that Major League Baseball's investigation is in the final stages, that the report on the Red Sox, this is the Red Sox version of the Astros treatment, was near completion. Heard this for several weeks. I'm Literally six weeks this has been going on. Six weeks this has been going on. And have you heard the latest, right? You know, we kept they kept saying, "Hey, be prepared. We're going to have an intimate, uh, an imminent report that's going to drop on your doorstep." Whatever. Uh, so the fast approaching Red Sox cheating report apparently is broken down on the side of the road. On the side of the road, it's broken down. State sponsored MLB Television, one of their minions, reporting that this highly anticipated document about what the Red Sox were doing to cheat in the 2018 season has been delayed because baseball is taking a proactive measure in responding to the coronavirus. They are blaming the coronavirus as to why they cannot release the Red Sox cheating scam. I'm not joking. This is real. This is not an onion story. Now, uh, one of Major League Baseball's hand-picked reporters, uh, John Heyman, who works for state-run MLB programming, tossed this hand grenade out on Monday. So let us discuss the question. Do you believe Major League Baseball 
when they say the reason that this report is being delayed on the Red Sox is because of the coronavirus. All right, of course you veto this. Uh, You obviously do. I've got the toolbox, the CDC, and monuments, and we will combine all these things together, and we will make some banana cream pie compliments of our friend Skeeter in Montana. It is going to happen sooner than later. All right, now, A, the Red Sox cheating report, to release it, it's not that complicated. This is not open heart surgery. Should have been done weeks ago. They got nobody to blame but themselves. Major League Baseball has continually kicked the can down the road. All right? Kick it down the road. Way before the coronavirus ever popped up on the radar and people started freaking out and pooping their pants and buying toilet paper to wrap themselves like mummies. Uh, Before that happened, long before that became part of the norm in in American culture, it could have been released. Should have been released. And it makes you wonder what's really going on here. Now, my theory is that Rob Manford and his lackeys are still reeling from the body blows that they have taken and continue to take from the fiasco that is the Astros story. The Astros are an embarrassment to baseball, but it's in large part because of the incompetent leadership of Rob Manford. So they're still taking their meds and they're seeing their therapist at Major League Baseball's corporate offices there. And they are slow walking. Obviously, they're slow walking the Red Sox report. But Rob Manford is the biggest tool in the toolbox uh, in in this particular story. I mean, how bad could it possibly be? The Astros were using bang, bang, and whistles and light shows and buzzers and all this stuff. And Rob Manford investigated. He didn't know anything. The Astros had been looked into. Rob Manford knew nothing because of the, the fact that oh, the Astros didn't say anything. And then Mike Fires had to sing like a canary. And then suddenly baseball had a grasp bang, bang. of what was going on. But the Astros are the old dirty bastards of this espionage period that we're in in baseball. That's what they are. Alice Cora, what, patient zero, whatever you want to call him, he was the guy that brought the disease from Houston to Fenway. In Major League Baseball, they're not going to punish anyone. So what does it matter? Just release the Fugazi report already. You're not going to punish anybody. You're a coward, right? Just put your foot in the water, dip your toe in the water. The players have been allowed to skate, and the Red Sox players will be allowed to skate. And the only people punished in Houston were the general manager and the manager. Those are really the only ones punished. Alice Cora, who was the manager in Boston, He's already been whacked. Dave Dombrowski, who was running the Red Sox organization, has been annexed out of Boston. So those guys are gone. So what's the holdup? Don't tell me. Come on. The coronavirus, really? Did your dog eat your homework? Is that going to be your other excuse? Come on. Now, part B here. Uh, I must have missed, and maybe you saw it, I must have missed the memo when Rob Manford was hired by the Trump administration. Rob Manford apparently has been hired to oversee the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in America, the CDC. Who knew? Right? Let, why don't we travel here? And I used to like this show. I, when I was a kid, I'm old. They used to show reruns of the show on TV. Let's travel through uh, another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. A journey, no, it's not the Jetsons, a journey into a wondrous land where boundaries are that of imagination. And that signpost, you see that signpost up ahead? Your next stop, the Twilight Zone. This is like a sci-fi sitcom 
Okay, it's a sci-fi sitcom. What's going on in baseball? Rob Manfred apparently has decided that the coronavirus is well. It's not big enough to change precedent, right? You can't change precedent. The coronavirus. This is him as the head of the the CDC, the head of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The new commissioner of baseball, who's not even that new anymore. Uh, let's just imagine he's taking some kind of advisory role at the CDC. And if that happened, what would Rob Manford do? He would think that bats are cool, and even though the new coronavirus is more than 96% genetically identical to a bat virus in Wuhan, China, it was, listen, it's, the, the, the virus, the coronavirus was totally honest and truthful, and so it received an immunity deal. So you can't punish, Rob Manford, as the head of the CDC, would not punish the virus and Manford, he has also requested the virus not spread, and he has warned all future viruses that they will be punished more harshly if they spread in the future. So he has put that warning out, which I'm sure will will the the viruses will pay very close attention. But seriously, are are we that naive that we are supposed to believe that the same people preparing the plan? for containment and prevention of a public health emergency, the coronavirus, are the same people investigating and adjudicating the Boston Red Sox, that this is the same wing of the multi-billion dollar Major League Baseball juggernaut? Come on. I mean, I understand multitasking and these tough economic times, they ask people to try to do multiple jobs, but that is the equivalent of juggling chainsaws is what that is. It's, It's crazy town. All right, last word. So let's all flash back to elementary school. Now, when I was in elementary school, I remember the immortal words of my teacher, Miss Kleeman. And uh, she, she pointed out, she said, Ben, Ben, excuses are tools of incompetence. She tell me that all the time, make excuses. And they're used to build bridges, Ben, to nowhere and monuments to nothingness. Monuments to nothingness. And then she would, she would, ed- she would yell at me. She'd say, you know, for those people that specialize in these excuses, right, they'll never have anything good to see because of these excuses. And, and an excuse is worse than a lie right? because an excuse is just a lie that it's guarded. And what Rob Manford in baseball is doing is they're, they're lying and they're guarding it with the excuse. Right? And welcome to Rob Manford's roadmap on how to run baseball. And it's one of these slippery slopes, right? This varmint, Rob Manford, he's got an excuse for everything. Can't punish the Astros because that would change precedent, and I don't want to change 100 years of precedent. Can't do it. That's what his, that's his, his excuse, his rationale. He refused to confiscate the Asterisk World Series trophy. The idea of an Asterisk, right? The idea of an Asterisk or asking for a piece of metal back seems like a futile act. That was the famous quote that will be in the eulogy when Rob Manford dies someday. That will be in the eulogy about his time as commissioner of baseball. That, that's his claim to fame. And now, now the commissioner of baseball is delaying the Red Sox report because he's focused on the coronavirus. What is he, a nurse? What, what are we talking about here? He should have the asterisk wear full-body trash cans. That's what the Astros, rather than uniforms, to insulate themselves from the coronavirus, they can dress up as trash cans because they know how to do that. They're very good at that. They've certainly had a lot of experience in doing that. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show as we press on here. We'll take your phone calls at 877-99 on Fox if you want to talk about this or anything else, 877-996-6369. 
Uh, let's see here. Chris, I guess this – oh, is this his new account? Did Chris in Houston get his account suspended? Yeah, I believe this is his new account. Oh, he got thrown off Twitter. I wonder what he did. Uh, I guess he wants to be known as Damien now. Uh, he says it figures that Ben would make a Red Sox monologue about the Astros since they have uh, beachfront property in you and uh, Roberto's head. You should be worrying about the MVP whiffing at everything. Now, I ain't worried about that at all. I'm not worried about the – it's spring training. I'm not concerned about that. But, listen, whatever happened with the Red Sox is a direct result of the coronavirus or the Coroa well, – no, the Coravirus, the Coravirus, which is the uh, the virus that came from Houston. I mean, it's only obvious this delay is because there's nobody's going to get punished and it's going to be terrible and he's just – Trying yeah, to delay the negative What are they going to wait until Selection Sunday and announce yeah, it when all yeah, the college that's... basketball tournament teams are announced? Are they going to wait? What are they going to wait for something when no one's paying attention? Like, what's the big? It's going to be so bad. He's going to get criticized again. He's just trying to delay. I don't know why. I mean, it's, well, he'll still... name Cora and he'll name Dombrowski, but he hasn't named any players in any yeah. anything so far. So why would it be any different with the Red Sox? So get it over. Take your medicine and move on. Exactly. Yes? Yeah. All right. Uh, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Uh, let's go to Jake from State Farm. No, Jake in Milwaukee. Hello, Jake. I'm sorry. Uh, Jake, what's going on, Jake? Oh, I got some bad news for you, Ben. Yeah, what kind of bad news you got? I love bad news. I live for bad news. I work in sports radio. I spread bad news. Oh, hollering James is cheating on you, man. What? Yep. He's cheating on you with another phone line. That little weasel. Wait a minute. Hollering James that calls this show and falls asleep every night? You little weasel. Yeah. <laughs> I heard him on another on another show snoring. No, you did not. Really? Yep, and the host the host called him out. Wait, wait, wait. But hold on a second. And yeah, you realize you are incriminating yourself at the same time. You do realize that, Jake. Well, you're not on 24 hours a day. Well, with the podcast, you can just keep listening over and over again. And we have a full archive of podcasts from years of shows. But I get you. I understand. All right, so you were listening. You were cheating on our show also. And you heard uh-huh. someone else cheat on our show. And yeah, they- was this a Fox show that this James called in on? Or was this some other show? It was just, uh-huh. The show right right before you. It was on with Jason Smith? Jason, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't take any calls, though, does he? Does Jason take calls on that? I don't know. Does he? Yeah, it was on fr- Friday night. Yeah. All right. Now I'm. 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 There's a voice in my head, a uh, a random voice that's telling me that it was on the Jonas Knox show. Is it that where you heard it, Jake? Yeah, it was like Friday around midnight. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So that would be. Yeah. See, that's the proof that nobody knows anybody's name on radio. You, you <laughs> thought it was Jason Smith and it was Jonas, um, which is great. All right, well, that's why you're allowed to listen to Jonas and stuff. You know, it's a Fox program. That's fine. We're all part of the we're under the same umbrella here. Uh, it's nothing wrong with that. Uh, so yeah, well, James is kind of lonely, and as long you know, it's fine. He calls up in the middle of the night there, and uh, did he ask for Tammy in Montana? Did he say where are you at, Tammy? And yeah, no, he was just snoring, and they were they, they were they were laughing. They yep, yep. Except he wasn't hollering, James. He was he was. Jim from Minnesota. Oh, he's going under an alias. Well, no yeah. one, no one will know Jim from Minnesota. Yeah, that's not, that's nothing like hollering James. Well, thanks for your reporting there, Jake. Nice job ratting him out. You know what you are? You're the Mike Fires of calling the show. You've ratted out someone else. Good job by you. You're a well, snitch. I like that. Speaking of your of the Astros, I 
thought of a name for your uh thought of a name for your uh beaned batters. Yeah. It was uh you call it the it'd be the rim stat, revenge in motion. For everyone that got beaned, you could say they maybe say they got like rim jobbed or something like that. <laughs> You can't say that, Jake. <laughs> I mean, listen. Did I you would, hear that, Eddie? I would have no problem with that, but we are on in the Bible I, Belt. I heard it, Roberto. And, uh, <laughs> our fr- our uh, brothers and sisters in the Bible Belt might be might be offended by that oh, as, they're, yeah. as they're whistling Dixie. And, uh, He's here. talking about rims on a car. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. Sure. Everyone needs a job. Why not? Sure. I got you. I understand. Uh, all right. It is the Thank you, Jesus. Uh, everyone calm down. I'm going to go take a bath after that. Uh, <laughs> so nonchalant, too. He's like, I know. Uh, yeah. We're buddies, me and Jake. We're tight, man. We can just, you know, that's how guys talk. That's how, that's how guys do it, man. We just talk to each other like that as men. That's how we operate. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. Yeah. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, here we go. Let's do it right now. We bring in the Coop Dalu. Now, Ben, we do talk a lot about the Lakers on this show due to uh, our respective fandoms. Well, more you than me. I mean, you know, it's like six degrees of the well, Lakers Well, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's actually more you than me because really. you talk about the Lakers all the time. Because you're an obsessed Clippers fan. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I'm an objective voice in the night. (laughs) Uh, One conversation that we really haven't been into too much is the MVP race. Now, the whole last week has uh, spurred much debate between Giannis and LeBron. It's all anybody's talking about in these uh, little conversation shows. Ben, I already know who you think it should go to, but who do you think it will go to? Alright, so I'm glad you asked me this because the MVP race, which is now hotly debated on these Talking Heads TV shows, first of all, we haven't had a close MVP race in 15 years. The last time there were fewer than 40 first place votes that separated number one and number two in the NBA was 2005. Steve Nash and Shaquille O'Neal was the contest, and Steve Nash squeaked past Shaq to win the MVP. But i got to be honest with you, this one isn't close. Giannis Adentacumbo, let me be very clear here, is obviously better 
And to me, there's not even a debate. The stats and the eyeball test tell you that. Now, basketball reference, which is not the end-all, be-all, they have a very good tracker, which has been accurate over the years on the MVP award. And they say that the Greek Freak has a 52% chance of winning the award. LeBron only has a 17% chance. So I'm trying to figure out why the media is so hell-bent on getting LeBron the MVP award. And secondly, the LeBron James fanboys in the media – the, the problem they have is LeBron's got a big stumbling block to win the award. He's got to get over the hump. Anthony Davis is both a blessing and a curse for LeBron James's MVP chances. The unibrow, you know where he ranks on that basketball MVP tracker I talked about from Basketball Reference? He's third. So you talk about splitting the vote in the MVP race, the Laker contingent, LeBron, is a sentimentality because LeBron's old. We're supposed to vote for him to win the MVP. No, Giannis Adentacumbo has been wonderful. He's been better than LeBron all season long, and so LeBron's going to split the vote with Anthony Davis. Giannis Adentacumbo by a country mile. All right, next. Now, speaking of the Lakers, it seems that so far the Anthony Davis trade has worked out for everyone involved. Uh, the Lakers are the number one seed and poised for a playoff run. While the Pelicans have a young, talented team, Brandon Ingram has blossomed since going to New Orleans, and Lonzo Ball even seems to be playing better than, than he did on the Lakers. Ben, when do you think the Pels will be a legit threat? Never. Uh, this was a not a good trade, Koopa Loop. The Pelicans are eight games under five hundred. They sucked before, they suck now. They're a bad basketball team. And if you look at the trade, like the Lakers hornswoggled. The Pelicans, Anthony Davis is one of the great players of this generation when he's not injured, and he had a hissy fit. He powdered his way out of the bayou. The Pelicans, if I'm running that team, I would not have traded him. If I did trade Anthony Davis, I would have traded him to Siberia. I wouldn't have appeased him with the team he wanted to play for and so they got walked over by a prima donna player. So that the Pelicans are a laughing stock. And listen, Lonzo Ball still stinks. You know he's shooting 41% for the Pelicans, and he's averaging over three turnovers per game? That's not a great point guard in, in the NBA. And listen, Brandon Ingram scoring a lot of points, but he's a one-trick pony. And he, his shooting percentage is about the same as it was when he played for the Lakers. He's just taking more shots now than he did when he played – for the Lakers. But the Pelicans, their future is not tied to either one of these guys. Their future is tied to Zion Williamson blossoming and becoming an MVP type of player. And the NBA marketing department needs Zion Williamson to be the next big thing. So they would like to get the Pelicans on track as soon as possible. So to answer your question, if NBA marketing has anything to do with it, then the Pelicans will be in the playoffs next year. But it's not because of the Anthony Davis trade. All right, next. Julian Edelman revealed to the media this weekend that he has been speaking with a rabbi weekly and that he is studying for his bar mitzvah. Yeah, we talked about that last week, Coop. We did. Oh, well, it you know spurned the question. I was wondering, yeah. Ben, yeah. did you have a bar mitzvah? And if so, what was the best present that you got? I did. I did. Uh, when you're 13 years old, you have that. And it was a very stressful time in my life. Uh, I barely know English. So to, lean, to learn Hebrew was a big uh, to, to do for me. I hated... I hate studying in school, so this was like an extra thing I had to study for. I also was like ahead of my time. I, I was like Zach Greinke. I had social anxiety in front of crowds and all that stuff. So <laughs> that turned out to be a big mistake because the more people you invite, I learned this as I got older, the bigger hall you get at your bar mitzvah. So if you have a kid that's Jewish and you're Jewish, you have a bar mitzvah, bring a lot of, you know, invite a lot of people because the more people they, they give you money. And to quote Randy Moss, the second thing here, the key – 
to a bar mitzvah is straight cash homie. Uh, That's one of the great quotes of Randy Moss, the Hall of Fame receiver back in the day. But it's just a lot of people writing checks, and they add up. Now, my brothers did much better than I did in the financial department, and uh, some of them are still reaping the benefits of that. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a way to go. Absolutely. Straight cash on me. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? He passed us. There it is. That's a winner. See, that's a good job by you. Many people thought because I took an anti-LeBron position that you would not pass me, but I clearly earned the the pass because we came uh, at the earlier time, right? We, We showed up at the earlier window, the earlier window. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. All right, let's play the game, Mallers Mountain of Money. We have Dan in Georgia who's going to play. Hello, Dan. Yeah, man. What's going on? Welcome in, Dan. What part of Georgia are you in? Uh, just below Atlanta, heading to Pensacola, Florida. Okay, so you're just driving through there. Where are you from originally? Uh, Pennsylvania, between State College and Harrisburg. All right, well, safe travels as you drive through the Atlanta metropolitan area, Dan. And hold on a sec, you're going to play. And we also have Chris or Damien. I don't know, he changes his name. He's like a chameleon in Houston. Hello, Christopher. Hey, you gotta protect the, the women and children when you when you when you're going straight heels. You know what I'm saying? Oh, is that why you're doing this? Is that? Yeah, I, I had to change my name, man. You know, I had to. You know, I, I went after a couple of little snowflakes today, and I actually had Dontrell Willis uh, chime in. So that was pretty cool. The D train chimed in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got you. All right, uh, hold on a sec, Chris. Uh, Chris is there. He's got uh, several burner accounts on Twitter. So, Dan in Georgia. Dan, who do you want to partner up with, Dan? You can play with me, Ben, Eddie. You got Roberto and Coop DeLoop. Roberto, man. Wow. All right. He's got a very interesting technique, Roberto. Hold on a sec. And Chris in Houston, who do you like to? who would you like to partner up with, Chris? I didn't press that button. I did not press that button. All right, so that's the matchup. We'll have Dan and Roberto, Chris and Eddie. So uh, I'm on team Roberto. I want to see that Weasley a-hole fan, the asterisk fan go down. So I think all of America will be cheering for Dan and Roberto against the evil guys, Eddie and Chris in Houston. We will get to Mallers Mountain Money. Well, you want to give the categories real quick, Coop, here? Should we do that? Sure. What are the categories? Uh, this is the Chuck Norris edition of Mallers Mountain Money. He turns 80 years old today. Uh, the categories are as follows. Silent Rage, Sidekicks, yeah. Walker, Texas Ranger, and The Expendables 2. All right, Dan, which category do you want, Dan? Uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, he's a big Walker, Texas Ranger guy. Who knew? Hold on. I'll put down Roberto for that with you. And let me put you on hold here. I hit this button over here. Uh, Chris, which category do you want? Oh, screw you, Dan. I wanted that Walker, Texas Ranger guy. Give me Expendables. Expendables? All right, Expendables 2, not just Expendables, the Expendables 2. All right, everyone hold on. Stay in your place. We will have Mallers Mountain of Money in its entirety. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. And it is Maller's Mountain of Money, the Chuck Norris edition. Happy 80th birthday to Chuck Norris. 
the Rifleman. All right, let's welcome in our guys here. We have everyone's favorite, Dan in Georgia. He's driving through Georgia. He's from Pennsylvania on his way to Florida. And Chris in Houston. Dan has teamed up with Roberto. This team's going to win. And then Chris, uh, the cheating Astro fan, the Asterisk fan is teamed up with Eddie. All right, so you uh, we already know the category here. Roberto, your guy picked Walker, Texas Ranger. These athletes were all born in Texas. So you got 45 seconds on the clock to get first and last name. Do you understand, Dan? Yes, sir. I'm not going to hear no uh, whistling or trash can banging, right? Bang, bang. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Uh, all right. Uh-huh. I heard that. All right, let's do it right now. Go ahead, Dan. Good luck, Roberto. You're on the clock, and you're on your way. Go. Current QB for the Saints. Went to Purdue. Ex-Charger. Cur- uh, say again? Current, oh current QB for the Saints. Went to Purdue. Ex-Charger. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Ex-Charger, great running back. Went to TCU. And his career. And uh, his career. LaDainian Thomason. Yeah. Current Miami Heat player. Played for the 76ers. He started off with the Chicago Bulls. Uh, wow. Houston Oiler great Houston Oiler great running back went to Texas played for the Saints. Uh, hmm. All right, go go ahead. Go next one. Uh, <laughs> I know it. Jeez, man. Uh second baseman for the Yankees with a twin for 6 years forgot how to throw mm. to first base. Oh, All right. Man, those were oh, easy. That's uh, did oh, not man, go well uh, for you Roberto. Your strategy uh, backfired there. You did not know what Earl Campbell. Jeez. Football legend Earl uh, Campbell. Yeah, I should have known him. He beat my Steelers all the time. Yeah. Spent too much time on Drew Brees. Jimmy Butler. You didn't know Jimmy Butler. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of. I'm not a big basketball guy, but yeah, you proved that. All right, uh, Coop. What is uh, what was the total? Thirty. Thirty. All right, thirty points. That's pretty good. That's a score to beat. I don't think that. I don't think Chris can do it. I don't think Chris can beat 30. All right. 45 Speak seconds up, Chris. on the yeah, clock. I'm kind of hearing you. Yeah. The Expendables two. These athletes were never or aren't good enough to get a long-term deal. All right, 45 seconds on the clock, and you're on your way. Go. The Amish Rifle, the bearded quarterback from Harvard. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes, uh, a running back for the Chargers. He held out last year, didn't get his money. Melvin Gordon. Yes. Uh, You're tied. USC Heisman Trophy winning running back, but he had the award. Ricky Williams. Ricky. No, uh, USC. Reggie Bush. Yes. Uh, Our favorite fat pitcher. Uh, Bartolo Colon. Yes, uh, former receiver in the NFL for the Broncos, Bears, Dolphins. He had bipolar issues. His wife stabbed him once. Oh, uh, Trump Pryor. Uh, Trump no, Pryor. Uh, no, 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 no. Skip. Uh, former longtime center fielder in baseball, gold glove winner, st- uh, great stolen base guy. Also played point guard at Arizona. Oh, damn it. Wow, Roberto still got a chance. Well, how many points was that? that was hundred points. You missed uh, Brandon Marshall, and uh, I was trying to get Kenny Lofton. Yeah, Kenny Lofton right. at the end there. Kenny Lofton. It's amazing. Chris used to dominate this game, but once we took the buzzers away, he said uh, not done very well. All right. Yeah, I, I, I thought I heard some trash cans banging. I heard some too, Dan. I heard the same thing. It's a good point. Uh, don't worry though; it's just a piece of metal, so we're not gonna we're gonna let him get away with it. Uh, Dan, uh, you are up next with Roberto. You have sidekicks and silent rage. Let's go sidekicks. All right, sidekicks. Forty-five seconds on the clock. We got to go quick here. These athletes are considered some of the best sidekicks. You're on your way. Go. This sidekick was the other receiver with Jerry with Jerry Rice with the 49ers. 
Are you serious, dude? All right, this this Yankee center fielder, this Yankee center fielder was one of the best center fielders of all time. Played with Babe Ruth towards the end of Babe Ruth's career. Is that Reggie Jackson? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Reggie and Babe uh, were good. Come on, man. Uh, this sidekick with a side point guard for uh, jo- uh, Carl Malone. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> come on, you don't know that one. Wow. Sidekick with Michael Jordan, you know who that is? Oh, guy didn't know Tip and Tip. Dan, Chris, shut up. Dan, is, is, it, is it Dennis Rodman? Yes, it's Dennis Rodman. Oh, Robert. my God. No, All right, uh, Dan. Holy smokes. You know, game shows are not for everybody, Dan. You seem like a nice guy, Dan, but I mean, my God. Sweet baby Jesus. Oh, what was that? God, he didn't know. The, the sad part is, is if. if if uh, he would have got like one of them right, or no, I guess he had seventy points to go. You well, would have run out of time. You could have you could yeah. have used the clock to your advantage. But it doesn't but, happen yeah. that Weasel from Houston, uh, unfortunately. Golden ticket for you, I Chris. Wouldn't you celebrate the right, that. Uh, I wouldn't celebrate oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, that was the easiest win ever. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't brag about that. You, you uh, embarrassed yeah. yourself. Brag about any win. Any win. That's not how I. I'm classy. Uh, I'm classy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.